Mandy Yakich from Creative Matters, and you're listening to Creative Matters On Air, where I have conversations with new and established artists from around New Zealand. I love to listen to artists' stories and learn about their creative process, and maybe you do too, which is why I've made this podcast, to inspire, inform and educate. I hope you can take away something positive and encouraging from each of these amazing stories to help you on your own creative journey. Kia ora and welcome to Creative Matters. This week I am speaking with multidisciplinary artist Coral Noel Young. Coral is a Waitakere, Auckland-based, Taiwanese-born artist who specialises in expressive, figurative and abstract paintings with oil and acrylic. Her passion for Aotearoa nature, her Chinese-Japanese heritage and living and working across the US, Europe and Asia inform her works. Coral worked as a film and animation director-producer in Hollywood for 15 years before pivoting to full-time painting during COVID lockdown 2020. Growing up under the tutelage of her mother, a premier artist in Taiwan, Coral is rooted in the Asian water ink tradition and is inspired by the kinesthetic experience, gestural mark-making and intuitive expression in this painting process. Coral endeavours to bring narrative storytelling from her film background to her work, creating paintings that transport the audience to a world of possibilities and imagination. I had a lovely, lovely chat to Coral about her incredible filmmaking career and how it informs her art practice, how she navigated grief and stress after losing her beloved brother, how she overcame her fear of failure and need for success, and how she has found her truest passion through painting. You can see her beautiful work on our blog, creativematters.co.nz, and of course on her website, noelyoungart.com. It's a grey and drizzly day today in Muruai, and talking with Coral has absolutely brightened my day, and I'm sure you're going to love her story. Hello, Coral. Welcome to Miriwai. Hi, Mandy. I'm so happy to be here in your new studio. It's splendid. Yes, it's so good. And we have been trying to get together for some time. But, um, you know, COVID got in the way, as it does. But, yeah, it's really lovely to have you here at at my new studio. First guest ever. No, so exciting. Such a privilege. Yeah, and it's lovely to have you here. And... um, yeah, welcome to Creative Matters. I can't wait to hear your story. Yeah. Um, so, Coral, I know that your mother was a or is a premier artist in Taiwan, and you were born into a family who valued the arts very much and also literature. And um, you were also nurtured and disciplined in Chinese calligraphy, water ink art, and classics from both the East and the West since childhood. Yes. So you've really kind of come into a very creative family, obviously. Can you tell us where you were born and um, and what kind of childhood you had? Yes, I'm very happy to. Um, I was born in Taiwan. Uh, my dad uh, is Chinese. My mom is Japanese, which is a very unusual combination. 
And uh, so, but my family are very academic, and they they love arts and the literature. So, um, I remember I was growing up in this, uh, in this garden, you know, where my mom planted all the flowers, and uh, that's where you know it's close to where my dad taught in the university. So every morning, my mom will bring me to the garden, and then she will be planting flowers, and she will ask me to, um. Just read some ancient poetry <laughs> and、uh, ask me to recite and then talk to the plants. <laughs> wow! So, yeah, so it's really quite、uh, amazing. And、uh, my mom brought me so many, you know, like children's books. And、uh, so I actually grew up with a lot of、uh, just appetite for stories、mm. and all over the world, and also fantasy stories because I, I was. Quite a a long child because my sister was living somewhere else and my brother was not born yet. So, yeah, I spend time just with flowers and books and、uh, art.、Mm, and that's really informed、yeah. your entire life, hasn't yes. it? Really? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So,、um, when you were young, were you actually making? Yeah.、Um, I've been always been like doodling and painting and、uh, writing, and I remember in primary school, I think I wrote these two books. It's all illustrated. So one is about this,、uh, the journey of the raindrop, <laughs> how the rain, you know, coming from the sky and then become a river and all that. And then another one is about my dad's uh, um, uh, home country in China.、Um, so it's a story about the、uh, green hair. Turtles. <laughs> so, I just remember I really love to draw and write, and then just put the stories together.、Mm. Yeah. And your mum, being a, a premier artist, I mean,、yeah. what kind of work was she doing, and how did that influence yeah. you? Yeah, it is a big thing, you know, in my family. My mum、um, does this huge.、Um, Paintings on the rice paper, you know, it's very thin and、uh, very delicate, and then she has to control the the water and the ink and all the pigments, and they are all like minerals from rocks, you know. And so my mom does this huge, you know,、um, portrait of women, and then also bringing all the landscape and、uh, floral aspect. Elements into the painting, so、um, I just grew up watching her doing it. So it's like I was just mesmerized, you know, like how did you do it?、Mm. So yeah, that's that's actually just get into my genes and my my、uh, expression now. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, you can see the connection. Yeah. And、uh, sort of growing up,、um, were you expecting to become a, an artist, or were you starting to? Get interested in film, which is is the career that you ended up with at、yeah. the beginning. So yeah, what were you thinking as a sort of younger person? No, actually, I've never thought about becoming an artist or a filmmaker. I want to be a writer because I love reading stories. And so in my college、uh, years, I study literature. I'm so drawn to the Western 
you know, literature in the the world because I think I have this call to adventure thing in me because my my dad was actually a scholar on Africa, so he always travel, you know, and go to the airport, and I just. I remember how excited I got when I go to the airport because <laughs>、mm. I want to see the world. So I think this、um, combination of、uh, loving fantasy stories and travel—that's how it got me into film. But、uh, I never thought about being, you know,、uh, becoming a filmmaker. It actually happened that、uh, after my college time,、uh, I thought I need to work because I. Have been just spending time with books all the time. I don't know how the society runs, you know. So my first job was、uh, a journalist in a newspaper, and because I'm a rookie and I didn't come from a journalism background, and so I was assigned to、um, interview people who have a lot of fun in their life, <laughs> like、uh, they do diving, they do. Mountain photography, or so. One day, I was assigned to interview a tea shop, and、uh, I thought,、uh, "How boring is that?" <laughs> Because I said, "There's not going to be any headline from the tea shop," you know. And I was very young, you know. The tea, you know, the Chinese tea,、mm-hmm. Chinese tea. You spend lots of time, yeah. You know, the just ceremonial just like, tea、oh, shop, man. Yeah. But I went there, and surprisingly, this tea shop owner said,、um, "So you study literature and、uh, you know foreign languages, so you must have pretty good English." I have a friend; he works for the public TV station in Taiwan. He's going to Switzerland to do two documentaries. Would you like to go and help him? Wow! Oh my <laughs> goodness! Like, seriously? <laughs> so interesting. That's that's how I got into film.、Wow. Um, because、uh, my language and、uh, I guess just when you want to travel, you know.、Mm. So that's、uh, um. So we went to Switzerland. You know, went there for whole month, staying the five star hotels. You know, looking out to Alps, all the chateaus, and yeah. So, um, afterwards. I hired a cinema photographer from that sh- show, and I did、uh, my own documentary in the refugee camps in Thailand because I read about this、uh, airline、um, flight attendant. She quit her high-paying job and went to the refugee camps to help. And I thought, why? <laughs>、mm. And I was at the age I was not so sure what I'm going to do、mm. with my life. And、right? how old were you there? I was twenty-three.、Uh, mm. And so you have that sort of, yeah, you know, that zest for life and that sort of <clears throat> idea that you're going to、um, do this. And you know, it's it's like that sort of that <laughs> that naivety that the youth have, but it's also such a、exactly. beautiful thing that just like. Yeah, I'm going to give that a go. Yeah, yeah, very yeah. So much、so、curiosity, you、mm, know,、mm. and、uh, so, and I was very bold. I didn't even have the permit to shoot in the refugee camp because you have to have a permit from the government, you know. And、uh, I didn't care. I just. Bought the tickets,、uh, and I could not really pay the cinema photographer. So I just it's the airline ticket and also the meals, and then he came along, and then you know, sure enough, on the day we arrive at the office, you know, the permit arrived. Wow! <laughs> so, and then yeah, and then that's how 
um, how I got into film.、Mm. And afterwards, I went to you know I won award for the film, and I went to America to study more. You won an award for the for, for the, the refugee for the yeah wow yeah. without any real experience no experience uh, and uh, and there were there were some、um, very established filmmaker in Taiwan they were so kind they loaned me the editing system and I I I just figured out how to do it and I don't know I think it's the subject matter it's very very poignant and uh, um, now I think about it.、Uh, I was like,、uh, you know, this particular person was、uh, was in the refugee camp, and he is an artist, and he was about to go to Switzerland, and because he received this、um, asylum, political asylum, to go there, and he talked about、uh, his experience being captured in the dark cell、uh, in Vietnam, and then he could not paint. So you know he really want to paint. So he said there is a little window or you know a light on his dark cell wall, and that's his canvas. And then because he has no paint, nothing, right? He scraped the the mud from his body because he didn't have chance to do shower, right?、Mm. He's very dirty. So he said, but that's the black pearl he uses. You know, and stick to the to the wall to make his art. Oh wow! Yeah, what so, a beautiful story. Yeah, so you know these things like that、um, um, really inform my life, like to have a positive outlook mm, mm. and then to be able to、um, thrive whatever happen. You know, yeah,、mm, yeah, and taking a difficult situation and、yeah. making the most of it. I guess. Yeah. Oh, that's so beautiful, isn't it? Yeah, and、um, did he appear in the in the film? Or was that、yes. part of it? Yeah, yeah. oh, I'd yeah, love I to was, see the film. Yeah, I was able to interview him.、Mm. That was,、uh, and I thought I always thought that I want to tell this story because not a lot of people know about this, but it is so powerful. Yeah, and 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 I realized just like of, uh, it's the same like with my mother because my mom and my grandma's generation came from the Second World War. So when they first came to Taiwan, they didn't have much, and they were very very poor. And my mom was born to be an artist, and she's so creative. But they they don't have nice things, and my but my mom wants to have nice things <laughs> to decorate her bedroom. So she, this is the story she told me. She said she went to all the funeral homes. You know, in the Asian tradition, you know, when you have a funeral, you have a lot of the silk hanging there. It's kind of, you know, I don't know, decoration or whatever. They are of very good quality, but nobody wants them because you know it's from the funeral, right? <laughs> and my mom said, "Who cares? It's so beautiful. You know, it's yellow, blue. You know, she brought home and she made the beddings and curtains for her bedroom. Wow, and."、Uh, And then this, like, I learned so much from my mom. You、mm. know that she is able to create things out of nothing,、mm. and I felt, yeah, that's just a legacy for me. Yeah,、mm. yeah. yeah. She's obviously, you know, really influenced you as a person in、yes. so many ways. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so beautiful. So you you created this film, got an award. I mean, which is crazy、yeah. at such a young age. 
And yeah. then what happened after that? Yeah. So I thought, okay, maybe I really like to do filmmaking. So I applied, and uh, and I was very fortunate. I went to University of Southern California, which is one of the toppest, you know, film school in the world. My alumni is Steven Spielberg and George Lucas. Really? You know, uh, so at the school, there's uh, this uh, writing right before you step into the um, studying hall. It says uh, reality ends here, <laughs> you know, because we're supposed to learn how to. Create a magical world, right? So um, I was very fortunate. I got a scholarship, so it was very expensive, and we could not afford to study there. But I got a scholarship, and uh, so I basically spent four years making films and uh, learning about directing, song writing, editing, everything, camera, and uh, and then because English is not my native language. And writing script it was very hard for me because when you write script you have to write a colloquial English. It's not academic English, and it was so difficult. Just mm-hmm. like when I first came to New Zealand, I could not understand the yeah, the, the, the accent. Right? Yeah, <laughs> now I'm better now. <laughs> mm. At first it was really difficult. Um, so but it actually helped me because.、Uh, Filmmaking is all about the using the visuals to show things, and not so much about telling the story, but like show you using using images, right?、Mm. So、um, I discover I'm very good with the visuals, and also because maybe my background, you know,、um, like I have this curiosity about people. What really happened? So technically, I was very bad. I have to work with you know the cameraman, but I'm really more like a director and using the visuals.、Mm. So,、um, yeah. So after the film school, I formed a production house with an American producer. We start to make projects for children, and that was a period for me. Was also very enlarging and expanding me.、Um, you know, a little girl from Taiwan. You know, didn't know nothing about the world, but that's an experience helping me to、um, learn about American culture, the Wild West, because we're all drawing inspiration from the industrial、um, period. And my producer was talking about a lot about. Inspiring children to have dreams, to believe that they can dream big. So,、uh, in a way, I was very fortunate because、uh, we see American from many, many different angles. But、uh, one part of it is they do celebrate、uh, this ability that you, everything is possible. You know,、mm-hmm. <laughs> dream big. You know, and don't hold back. You know. So that was the show that I was working on, called the Imagination Station, and that. Was kind of my second childhood, and、uh, to help me to play at the same time and then create.、Um, yeah, I, I forgot to mention actually when I was growing up、uh, because we we were so academic. We are Asian, you know. We are very conscious about good grades and all that. That's probably the reason I never got in. Never thought about I would. 
do art. Mm. You know, because it's all about study. Academic. Academic. Focus. Yeah. So I didn't play. I was very sad. Mm. <laughs> so um, then doing the film and in America, you know, working on the children's show, allowing me to have this opportunity to look at life from, you know, kids' perspective. Mm. And, uh, and it was a very hard work. It was so hard because we don't have much money. We have to raise funding. We renovate a um, warehouse, made it into studio. And I was the director, producer, but I was also the janitor. Wow. You know, just, you know, clean the toilet, yeah. wash the floor. Doing everything. Doing everything. And went to the Goodwill secondhand store to find the old dress and bring it back to make it into a costume for children. And then by the time we got the money, <laughs> the children grow up, you know. It's mm. like in two years, uh, you know, they cannot wear the dress anymore. <laughs> you have to, you just, yeah. You have to rewrite the story, you know. So yeah. it was really hard, independent filmmaking. Um, but I think I also learned a lot of tonality and managing your emotional state, you know. So I was very naive. But um, I'm glad I did that because I saw the world and uh, understand more of myself. Mm. And that's probably also why now I'm doing art because uh, um, art actually bring me back to who I really am mm. and that uh, journey of discovering yourself it's uh, for me it's more precious than working on uh, say 20 million dollar movie you know yeah yeah I mean it's it's real life I guess yeah. and did you feel you know going through that that film work that you wanted to be creating did you have a sort of yearning for it or yeah. were you able to to make for yourself on the side at times I mean was that kind of all the way through or did you have yeah. to wait yeah I, I think uh, um, at that time when we were working on the children's show it it was a, a it was a growing experience like enlarging me to see the world uh, and um, to understand the American culture because that's our audience and uh, how to how to bring a positive message and express it in a creative way and uh, learning about the digital aspect of you know the things so um, creatively I was learning a lot of things, but I don't feel I was expressing who I am. <laughs> you know, uh, and I was I was challenging to learn, but uh, I don't think my aesthetic story came through. Mm. You know, it's so that's probably also why now I crave for this solo artist experience where I get to explore that. Yeah. yeah. And I guess, you know, being able to explore your yeah. your cultures, your Japanese yeah. heritage and your Chinese heritage, yes. um, I guess, you know, might have been harder through film. I mean, was that something that you felt was needing to be kind of developed, your culture? Yeah. I did uh, spend quite a time on my personal time to work on the story of my mother you know um it's actually a fantasy <laughs> story of a 10 year old girl you know um went through the war you know and uh, how she became who she is 
discovering the creative power she has. You know, uh, I never get to make it yet, and uh, maybe someday. Mm. <laughs> but but uh, um, but writing writing helps me to uh, ask questions about my life. What is uh, what am I really curious? What is the problem I'm trying to solve? What uh, about uh, my life and all the dysfunctional things in my life that uh, I haven't figured out? You know, so maybe when I figure it out, <laughs> maybe one day I do get to make the film. I don't know yet. Mm, it would be so, lovely if you could. Yeah, yeah. So how did you go from you know creating films in Hollywood? to coming to New Zealand and then yeah. sort of discovering your art practice. Yeah. So um, actually I went back to Taiwan for a while and then I get connected with uh, the New Zealand uh, animation studio. And then so because of my background in the West and also, you know, my language, so I got hired to be the first production manager and then the creative director for the studio. So uh, at that time, the studio was uh, expanding into China and Taiwan. So... I was helping to build a studio and also um, doing a lot of creative uh, um, projects like uh, television shows for children and theme parks and theatrically released movies. So we work on one movie that's the first uh, co-production between China and New Zealand, which was incredible. It took us uh, three years to make it and 300 people to work on the movie. And yeah, it was very challenging. Mm, that's incredible. <laughs> yeah, it was an incredible experience. Mm. So I got to live in China for two years and Beijing and Guangzhou. Uh, so, so, um, but at the same time, I felt I felt doing too much business side is really draining me and uh, the stress of my work and uh, dealing with different personalities and dramas and defaults and uh, just warming out. And I could not sleep well and I had to take sleeping pills, you know, and uh, so it was uh, very tough. And uh, but I didn't have the courage to get out mm. <laughs> because I invest so much in my career yeah. as a filmmaker, and uh, finally, you know, got to work on you know this uh, big project, uh, working with the best talents from both the West and the East. You know, we have team members from Disney, from Pixar. You know, we really had a really good crew. You know, but. Um, but then deep inside, like, I want to paint. There was this crying, like, I want to paint. So, so when I had a little time, I would be driving around Snail's Beach and uh, Walkworth, Matacana. That's where the studio was. Mm -hmm. I would be going to the vineyard or the river and the beach and I just do a little bit of doodle and, uh, watercolor on the, my little pad, you know, and, uh, and, uh, it's like that's the place that uh, um, I was longing, but I didn't know that uh, actually I really want to become a, a solo artist. It's <laughs> mm, so incredible. Yeah. You know, it's such an amazing story, Coral, that, you know, your yeah. your life, which was a pretty sort of 
exceptional career, you know, yeah. in doing so well in the film industry. Yeah. And then, yeah, you came to little New Zealand. And did you actually um, want to come to New Zealand particularly or was it just a work <laughs> thing that you sort of ended up yeah. down here? It's a very interesting, you know, um, I don't know, the people say there's a serendipity thing, you know. Um, so when I was in California, it was very dry, Southern California. So one day I was driving in the countryside and there was this beautiful green ranch. And, and I thought that one day I would love to live in a place, you know, just really green and beautiful. I never knew that it was it would be New Zealand. When I first came here in 2012 on a business trip, I was just drying up. I thought, this is heaven, you know, this is so beautiful. And uh, yeah, I just fell in love with New Zealand. Mm. And I I would say, if it's not because of New Zealand, I don't think I will have become, a, you know, a painter, you know, or I will probably just play with it. But um, something about this landscape, the the the, the beauty, this pristine, the land and the ocean, the richness, um, calls out to a deep side of me that they they just evoke such a <clears throat> desire to create. <laughs> mm, how incredible. And it's part of that serendipity, isn't it, that, yeah. that you found your place on the other side of the world that yeah. you were going to start yeah. making in. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. How, how did you, you know, what was the catalyst to actually go from your full-time film work into yeah. full-time artist? Yeah. So, um, why well, actually, uh, yeah, I told you, I don't, I don't have the courage to actually leave my job, you know. Uh, but, um, um, 2018, um, I, I lost my brother and he, he was uh, vacationing in Cook Island and then there was a, uh, kayaking accident. And, uh, so that's how we, we, we lost him, you know, and, um, I think I was, uh, I was completely traumatized and heartbroken. And, uh, and at the, at the same time, we finished our movie project and, uh, I just felt it's a perfect time for me to really take a break and to, to heal. And then, so at that time, I was uh, living in Walkworth, you know, so, I discovered that the only thing that made me happy was doing my watercolor <laughs> sketchbook, you know, just going to different places. And then, uh, another thing was playing with kids, you know, what happened was, um, one day I was just uh, hiking in Walkworth and I saw the sign called a uh, um, play center. And I thought, what is play center? Because, um, I didn't grow up in New Zealand. I was pretty ignorant. Mm -hmm. I didn't know play center is where kids go, you know, like a, you know, wonderful place. So I came back to my landlady. I asked her, what is play center? You know, it's so intriguing. She said, you know, play center is the place the kids learn, but the play with nature, you know, it's very organic. And, you know, so I said, oh no, I want to go and see what it's like. So I went there to be a volunteer. And my first day there, I was just observing. Um, and then this little girl, we were supposed to paint together. And she painted my face purple. And 
I was so happy. I don't, you know, it's like a yeah. Um, so, um, I realized there was this little kid in me, you know, and just want to come out and play and have fun. And that's the moment when I can forget my my grief, my trauma, and my、mm. sorrow, you know. And yeah, there's a, there's time to cry and all that. But then you and I realized that、uh, it it's it will. Be better if you can do something. You will have fun and open your heart, and then you can be nurtured. And so it's positive.、Mm. So you're not just wallowing in you know your sadness and、uh, you know who you know. And so that's how that's how I I started to to get back to、mm. to art. And at the same time, I actually went to China for another. High-profile job interview, <laughs> and、uh, on the way back,、um, I realized I didn't want to live that stressful life anymore. And there was this one particular dialogue from the book、um, "End of Green Gable."、Mm-hmm. You know, we we love to read that when we were a little girl, right? And she, I don't know if you remember, she、um, came back to the little town. And she decided to be the teacher there, and people ask her why, and then she said, "It is not what this world holds out to you, but it is what you bring to the world." In a way, you know, I、mm. can, I'm paraphrasing,、yeah. but I think that I came to realize that I have ex- a lot of adventures, excitement in my life, but now, what is my heart? What can my heart, you know? Be expressed to、mm. to say what I want to say and maybe bring something to the world. And I'm so curious what it, that will be,、mm. you know. And then so,、um, so like COVID happened, you know.、Um, before that, in 2020, I was going home to Taiwan to be with my family. But then I thought I'm going to give myself three months permission just to play. <laughs> so good, yeah. So I took、uh, six art classes: ceramics, printmaking, life portrait,、uh, mix mix media, watercolor, whatever. You、mm. know, I was just like, yeah, I'm good.、Mm. I'm just going to see this three months. This is, you know, the gift to myself. That's so good. And were you actually thinking? You know, at that point, that this is what you were going to do. No, you you weren't no, I, quite no, at that no. point. No, no, I was just, I just like, like this little child. Just like I want to do that. It's like going、mm. to the candy shop. I want to play with that. I want to play with that. Let's try this. Let's try、yeah. that. You know, I was so excited. And you knew it was、day. good for your well-being. It's good for me,、mm. and because I come alive, I was so dead. I was just like,、uh, you know.、Um, yeah, I told you, you know, could not sleep well. But when I start doing art. My health got back, you know, and I was just having so much peace and joy, and I was able to process my grief. Um, and so I did that for three months, and then COVID happened, you know. Um, so I was not able to go home, and、mm. I just said I'm going to stay in New Zealand, and I said I'm going to paint. The, the day 
Jacinda, you know, announced, you know, we're going to have a lockdown. I went to the art shop. I just said, whatever, I'm just going to buy a bunch of stuff. Yeah, brilliant. <laughs> and so good that you had the chance to actually do all your classes Yeah, before lockdown. Yeah, before, you know. Yeah, good yeah, timing. Yeah, and then I didn't have any canvases, you know. And then I called my counselor because I remember his wife is the artist. So I asked her, you know, could she spell some of canvases and give to me? So she gave me a bunch of stuff, you know, and then I just start painting and painting and painting. And I never thought I would actually become like an artist, you know, but uh, um, I sold all of them. I mean, during COVID, can you believe that? And I'm trying to ship them, you know, to back to other countries and all stuff. I was like, this is so bizarre, you know, mm. how could that be? And I thought, maybe, maybe God actually want me to paint. Maybe it's good for my soul. Yeah, yeah. You know, and then so, so how it all started. That's how it started. <laughs> and so you've been a full-time artist for two years, yeah. which is incredible. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, ha- have you sort of looked back to your film career and, and longed for it at all, or are you just no. totally moved on? <laughs> no, not at all. Um, um, I'm so happy. I told people that um, um, this new boyfriend of mine treated me very well. Every day he asked me, what do you like? What do you want to do? So, But my old relationship, you know, take me to party and uh, we dress up very nice but never really care how I feel <laughs> yeah it's a bit more shallow <laughs> on the surface kind of stuff yeah so that's my analogy yeah but, uh, yeah yeah that's really cool and you know you're such a it's such a beautiful story to hear Coral because you know I'm sure there'd be lots of people listening who yeah. could identify with that and for mm-hmm. you to take the plunge and and take the risk and sort of jump yeah. off your secure career mm. platform into mm. something that gives you so much joy is, is just such a lovely story. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Yes. So it's exciting. And so how do you think your film career informed the kind of art that you started making? Mm. I think one thing that's very interesting is that, um, when I was doing film, because we have to do a lot of acting, you know, whether we, even though I'm behind the camera, right? But at that time, I was the, I have the opportunity to do a lot of improv theater, you know, to train actors or train animators. So, um, it gave me that mindset that, uh, you know, you just go do it. You know, and don't think too much about it. Because I think a lot of people look at the canvas, they will, they make it freeze, you know, like they just like, oh, I don't know what to do. It's a little bit intimidating. But um, what I've learned from film is if you have this idea, it's like a ball, you just throw it, you know, and then see what will happen. And then, and then don't judge yourself. Um, let the ideas come and then grab it and then just allow it to evolve. Mm. And then another thing we learned from filmmaking was uh, we ha- our writing, we have to write so many versions of the script before we can actually make it. And then so we all learned that uh, the first draft is a shitty draft. And uh, you just need to get it out. It's going to be bad, you know? Mm. And 
Don't worry about it. So now when I'm doing my painting, you know, a lot of times it's just awful. I mean, just, you know, you got this idea, you're all excited, you start, you know, the first layer is exciting with all the, you know, drips and splash, you know, fantastic. And then it becomes really ugly. <laughs> it becomes the, sh the shitty draft again. <laughs> shitty draft, so shitty. It's like you, you know, you just you start hating yourself. You know, you're you're no good. Mm -hmm. You know, you have lost it all. Yeah, who do you think you are? You know, yeah, imposter, right? imposter syndrome <laughs> right. creeps in. I hate that syndrome. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, but then I think it's to learn to you know you know, yeah. silence all that and then keep keep playing. Mm, yeah. So good. And um, I mean, do you think you obviously were such a storyteller? Do you feel like the storytelling is coming through your art at this stage? Yeah. So right now, I have uh, this uh, um, like a part of my practice is to do um, bespoke portrait for women, and uh, I think that's the part where there's a story. In, I can use my storytelling, um, you know, background. And my curiosity about women, and I want to celebrate them. I want to find out who they are. I want to find out what colors they like, what birds they like, what a life story they've been through. What's what are the metaphors, visual metaphors they they want to use to express them? So, um, yeah, and I feel that's. Where my storytelling um, is able to do something, but yeah, but even on the way, you know, to your place today, I was really actually thinking about this is actually my challenge, you know, like um, like my skills may not have come to the place I can actually express what I really want to say mm. and what exactly do I want to say maybe that's my actually my challenge mm, yeah figuring yeah. out what you want to say yeah so um, for people who haven't seen your work Coral can you yeah. describe your painting to us yeah um, I will call myself uh, um, intuitive expressive uh, uh, artists. So I do abstract, but I also do very expressive, uh, figurative uh, paintings. So my genre, you know, subject matters cover from floral. I do a lot of florals <laughs> and uh, also women, you know, um, and very vibrant colors, uh, bold uh, brushworks. Uh, and uh, my abstract uh, could be quite crazy sometimes and uh, um, I roll use rollers I use a lot of different tools like uh, chores rollers uh, um, any kind of thing tools you find and then just drip the pants roll them on the canvas and then try to figure out what they are you know and uh, but for my portrait uh, paintings I will have a lot more planning and that's where I get to use my digital aspect to do design in a computer and then you know and then create them on canvas mm. so yeah so for the for the medium I use um, I love uh, acrylic I love oil for their for the oil's richness and acrylic, I love their just the immediacy. They dry so fast. Mm, and what sort of acrylics do you use? I use uh, all type of different, uh, from the high flow 
to the you know heavy body mm. and then everything in between the open you know soft body yeah. for different purposes and uh and i also do a lot of just those uh, um flow pouring thing mm. you know More sort of ink yeah and ink Inky. too yeah yeah so yeah. I think the ink thing is because it's very Asian. Yes, yeah. I was yeah. wondering if that came back to your childhood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and the, this this is this is so fascinating to me is um, um in doing art, uh, I heard a lot of artists saying the same thing, that they discover who they are. Um, that in doing art, I discover so much about myself that I either forget or I never know, like it. Like I realized I love to be with water. I love watery, you know, the ink mm, aspect of the mm. Asian art. And also like um, I'm very bad at swimming because um, I'm just, I'm not like a Kiwi, you know, you guys are so good with water. But I love to imagine myself diving into the deep ocean. So I love to paint water scenes or corals in deep ocean everything watery, mm. <laughs> the flow, you know. Mm. And because I'm very kinesthetic, when I paint, I like to move around, I like to stand up, and I like to dance a little bit, and I, and use the the brush. Um, maybe that's also part of the calligraphy training. Mm. I, use, I like to do big brush works. And just, uh, that's very like dancing. Yeah. and But I didn't know that. Mm. I didn't realize that mm. it's such an important part. And that's also why I move away from animation, the digital animation, to this texture, you know, textile way of expressing me. Mm. Um, because that's actually who I really am. Mm. And that's um, expressing so many different things, isn't it? Yeah. You know, it's it's who you are, but it's also it's like a cathartic experience at the same time and Yes. Yeah, it's so interesting. And your your floral works are so beautiful and, you know, I I'm really drawn to them. The color the your use of color is stunning. I mean, I actually thought to myself this morning when I was getting dressed, I can't wear black because coral is <laughs> just not that kind of person, you know, you just <laughs> you kind of exude this colorful vibrancy you know yeah, in you, you as a person but also your work i mean yeah, really it's kind of like your work too it's your work is also very vibrant so we kind of uh, you know, yeah we have that yeah. connection don't yeah. we and uh yeah it's, and it is kind of happy work it is it's not sort of dark or somber or yeah. that's definitely not the way you describe it yeah. so um what are you actually, you know, trying to do with these floral works? I mean, you obviously have that connection to your garden as a child yes. and the time that you had with your mother, yeah. you know, in those spaces. But what is it about the floral works, do you think, that you're so drawn to? I'm so drawn to, yeah. Um, when, when I first started doing floral was the 2020, you know, the spring. And I spent a lot of time going to the botanical garden here and also the winter garden, you know, in domain. Um, I don't know. I was so awestruck. I just, I could cry just to go to see the, all the magnolia trees, you know, so many different magnolia trees in the botanical garden, mm. you know, um, I took lots of photos 
And so at first, what drew me was all the different design, the shapes, and the, and then and then in filmmaking, you know, we we use camera like a, we create a deep space and a flat space. So I really love the composition, like a, have a focus in the background, like a big flower in the background, but then very soft, out of focus, you know, um, elements in the background. Mm. And so I love to play with that. But I also love just the, all the, um, like now we, we are in this, you know, bush, you know, um, it's all the tree trunks and the limbs and uh, they form this structure and the composition. So for me, it's almost like, a, like a, we are dancing, you know, the brushworks also dancing there, you mm. know, from the nature. So, uh, but you know, this is one thing I also discovered. I could not just paint uh, one single kind of a flower in one painting. They actually bore me to death. <laughs> 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 yeah, I, I, I actually realized I, I'm so hyper. Like, mm. um, so now I really love the bouquet because I can put many different flowers there. Mm. So I won't. <laughs> Yeah. I don't have to repeat the same thing. That's so funny. And it's, I mean, your work is quite, um, it's quite complex, isn't it? There's quite yeah. a lot going on <laughs> and, um, in a good way. Yeah. And do you, um, I mean, do you ever actually, when thinking about your process, do you, yeah. um, get flowers and sort of create yeah. a little bit of a, a scene to take photographs or to draw before you start? Or is it all in your head? Yeah. Um, I do a lot of photography. You know, now I have a little bit more like understanding, oh, I don't like just one single kind of flower. So I will try to create that, you know. I also do a lot of research and I draw a lot of image and I composite them to create something I, I will actually like to to paint. Mm. Because sometimes in nature, you actually you have to manipulate it. Otherwise, it's not exactly what mm. you want. Yeah. So, and why yeah. do you think you kind of flip from abstract an abstract view of of floral yeah to a more sort of representational view what yeah. what's why why do yeah. you move between those two and and for what reason do you think yeah that's such a good question i think i'm really drawn to the the original design of a flower right i'm just uh, they are just so beautiful and they are also different and i'm like i really love like a big petals and flowers like a tulip or you know lily they are big you know a centerpiece but then they also go with uh, those little tiny small flowers they are but they are just so cute you mm. know like those dots and then um and then i also realized uh, i cannot do one thing for too long and so i need to do the abstract and just to get myself loose loosen up mm. and just play and uh, otherwise I do very bad work yeah I get yeah. really stiff yeah and and you're more experiment experimental yeah. I guess with yeah that. I'm okay. still learning yeah <laughs> I'm still learning my craft yeah so. which is so good I mean yeah. you're still learning but you've been incredibly yeah. prolific yeah, and you. uh, and you've had lots of shows and you know you're yeah. really getting your work out there which is yeah. amazing yeah yeah I'm, I'm very fortunate that I was People actually like my work and uh, will actually buy my work. And it's like, uh, wow. I, I, you you have a success in this area. So you know how that feels. Mm. Like, uh, 
um, what you create, uh, people actually will put on the wall. You know, this is a very special connection. You know, mm, and, it really uh, is. And people that. who aren't artists, mm. you know, might not understand that it's just such a. I mean, it's so much a part of you, isn't it? What you're yeah. creating, and yeah. for someone to want to, yeah, to have it in their home is such yes. a privilege. Yeah. Yeah, it yeah. is. And it's affirming too, I guess. Very. Yeah. And that's why we've got to get our work out there so that, you know, we have that sort of, have that affirmation from people, I think, yeah. is nice. You know, just it's, it is kind of reassuring and encouraging. Yeah, it is. Uh, yeah. And and I've, I love to encourage, uh, like myself and other artists, to not to hold back, you know, they really pursue their uh, dreams you know, to have your art out there. Because I think um, it's actually one thing when I was in the film industry, it's actually a very, um, I don't know how to say it, you can cut it out, but uh-huh. <laughs> it was very male-dominant yeah. culture mm-hmm. and also has the system, you know, you need to be established, you need to be, you know, you climb the ladder and all that, yeah. right? But then when I come to, Art. I decide I'm not going to play by the by their rules. This is going to be a very simple, you know, a personal DIY experience, and uh, um, and nobody can say this is what you need to do. Yeah, <laughs> you can only do that. You you have to do this and that. It's like. A, not anymore mm. <laughs> you know and then and then also i feel women really don't need uh, the permission from other people to say you can create art and then um because i still feel a lot of people uh it's a it's a it's a subliminal thing it's even for my culture too like women are waiting for that validation or permission and we are not encouraged even when we are growing up like uh, to really express ourselves, and uh, we were very people pleasing mm. and try to comply with uh, what people expect you to perform or to give. But then this artistic side um, was so you know oppressed, right? Mm. <laughs> and it make people so unhealthy. Yeah. And so I feel um, after going through all the traumas, you know, and the anxiety and the burnout, I feel like still, I, I feel like each one of us, you know, we have this little child in us. Um, we, they just want to come out and play and maybe want to sing or dance or paint on something else, right? And but because of life's trauma, like put us in this box or like hinder us from that expression, we lost that uh, um, vitality or that excitement. But I felt like in doing art, I'm recovering that person. Yeah. Um, like you work with children, you you know how when they are free, they do whatever they want, mm. right? And then you will be very sad if they start judging their work. Yeah, which <laughs> they say- do sadly. <laughs> They start doing that at a certain age, which is what we're trying to kind of help children not to do, I guess. Yes. But yeah, it's such a cathartic thing. And it's, I mean, you had a creative career. Yeah. And you were 
you know, it was very connected to visuals and, yeah. you know, you still had that. Yeah. But it's so amazing that you, you know, managed to find what was really truly yeah. nourishing you. Yeah. Yeah. So, Carl, your website, I think, is a really beautiful website. It's very full and sort of, Thank you, you know, <laughs> gives the viewer a lot. Um, a lot of information about you as a person, but also sort of all your work that you've created, mm-hmm. which is a lot, a lot of work. Um, you've got original works for sale there, and you also do archival ink prints yes. of your work sometimes. Um, and then there's the botanical paintings as well, which are really beautiful also. I love those. Um, so how do you kind of do the selling side of things with your work yes. and, and, yeah, what's your approach? Yeah. I'm learning as I go because uh, um, when opportunity come and then I start to learn about it. Like, for example, when I start selling my work, uh, I start to learn about, oh, I need to pack. I need to actually know how to ship it, uh, you know, safely or how to unstretch uh, the canvas so I can roll it up and to ship overseas. So now I'm doing shows, you know, um, because I, I'm quite new to New Zealand. I want to find more local, um, um, collectors. So I need to, um, go out and do different shows and to meet new friends and, uh, to expand um, my collectors from just my family and friends, right? To, yeah. So I, and then also through social media. And so I'm pretty diligent. Yes, you're my, very good with your social media. I'm learning because I don't, I didn't like to spend time on social media at the first. And I, um, but I realize, um, I, I, if I start to think about it as a, something fun, you know, something a play and uh, something I can learn. And then, and then maybe I would discover, you know, the way I will feel comfortable. Mm. So I'm just trying to find out what's, what I'm comfortable with. Yeah. I think that's really important with social media. It's just Mm. kind of learning all the, all the stuff and then sort of finding your own social media voice. Yeah. So I'm still trying. Yeah. Yeah. But you do a really good job. You're very good with your videos and, you know, recording the process and showing your work. It's great. And how do you connect with your audience? Um, actually, I find interesting that uh, people will tell me about a lot of people who buy my work. I feel like in their life, they're in a transition. Like uh, they actually are also discovering more about themselves. And that's for me, it's very affirming that I feel like my journey actually can, like maybe in a way give people the freedom, Mm. you know, to explore. Yeah, and maybe helping people on their journey just as it's helped you on your journey. Yeah. So. Which is nice. Yeah. Yeah, that's really nice. And um, how do you find that sort of idea of the commercial side of your art of putting yourself out there and, mm-hmm. um, you know, making connections and yeah. putting yourself on the line a little bit with your work, yeah. especially when you've only been painting yeah. for two years? How do you find that? Yeah, it was very, very um, intimidating and difficult at the first because I thought I didn't have any, I didn't have any business, uh, you know, 
ability. <laughs> I was like, this is just too much. I hate selling. I had that、um, limiting belief, so I started to do a lot of、uh, work about what I really believe. Why am I doing art? What do I really want my art to do in this world? And I had have to have to say, I start. Um, I start to see myself. I realize actually, I am so afraid of a failure. I'm just so afraid if I put something out there, nobody wants it, everybody hates it, or、um, I cannot compare myself with all the accomplished,、uh, you know, seasoned artists, you know, all that kind of <laughs> negative、uh, thinking. But I just one day I just start saying, it's okay. I'm just going to. Learn one thing at a time, and this is going to be、um, a growing experience for me. I need to grow as a human being.、Um, so I think I feel I'm like I'm becoming a college student in a way.、Mm-hmm. Like just out of a school, I need to learn everything all over again and put everything aside. Um, whatever I've learned before may not work, and、uh, so this kind of mentality actually helped me to be a little more flexible and be gentle with myself. If I don't want to do it, I just don't want to do it.、Mm-hmm. But then if I find oh, this is interesting, and I,、mm-hmm. and I think in a way this lockdown COVID,、uh, you know, because everything shift,、uh, the world is changing so much, so. Everybody need to adapt, and then so it also gave me the permission to experiment.、Mm. And、um, I used to be so rigid, thinking like、um, I need to have a plan. I need to figure everything out before I would try anything because I need to have the assurance that I will have a success. That was how I operate before, but. It didn't really work. My life,、uh, you know, turned upside down. You know, and so now I had to have a different approach.、Mm. It's、uh, um, what my heart says. You know, what do I really want to create? You know, what do I really want my life to be like? And then, how can I achieve that? But、um, I am allowed to fail. I give myself permission to fail every day. Just say no. You just Coral. You just experiment, and you think about Edison. You know he tried nine thousand nine hundred ninety-nine ways to create that bulb. It didn't work, but he never thought that's a failure.、Mm, it's part of the journey. It's part of the journey. You know,、yeah. and this is a mindset I need, and I think that's what I didn't have when I was. Doing film in my twenties, you know, thirties, and I was too serious about you know having to、mm. you know have the result.、It、was so easy to be beat down. You know? Yeah, but I realized actually to be a creative、uh, entrepreneur, you know, you want to innovate or whatever you have, or you have a dream, you want to do something. It's just you you have to have some failure. And I just I love to listen to all the motivational speaking, you know. And one day I was listening to、um, Jessica from Spanx, is an、um, um, entrepreneur.、Mm. She said when she was growing up, when she came home from school, her dad would ask her, "Have you failed today? What did you do that you failed?" And then if she didn't 
do anything fail, her dad would say, "You didn't do well、mm. because you didn't try anything new. That's、mm, why you、exactly. didn't fail." Yeah, that's amazing. What a great philosophy. <laughs> and also, I mean, in failure, that's where you do so much learning. Yeah, and then you figure out what you need to do to sort of recover from that, and then、yeah. often that. Leads to successes. Yeah, you know, there's a great podcast by Elizabeth Day I listen、yeah. to called "How to Fail"、oh. with Elizabeth Day. Yeah, I really enjoy it. She's、wow. from the UK. <clears throat> Excuse me, a very croaky COVID croaky,、um, and she she really she just talks to her guests about three. They have to identify three failures、yeah. and what they've learned from there. From those failures and and where they've taken them, really, and yeah, I think if you can see it as、um, just part of the journey, part of the learning,、yeah. and not even think of it as failures as such, yes, it's a good thing. And you're、yeah. amazing. I mean, you have that you have that feeling in, in you that you need to succeed and and you、yeah. don't want to fail, but you still have just kind of jumped off the cliff and put yourself out there, and、yeah. you know you've you've managed that and you've got your head around that. That sort of natural need for success, which yeah, is great. I, you know, sometimes、uh, I would say all the worst thing in my life has happened. You know, and I think maybe that's why, you know, because I went through very very dark time,、uh, losing my brother and all that. So a lot of things compared with that, it's like、mm, uh, puts it into perspective, doesn't yes, it? Yeah. yeah. Oh, well, thank you for sharing that. And you know, it's a, obviously such a traumatic、yeah. part of your life. But you know, it's it has、mm. brought you so much joy. You know, the way that you sort of work、yeah. through that journey has has led to some good things too. So yeah, thank you. It's nice. Yeah, it's yeah. lovely. Um. So yeah, unfortunately, we have to finish our conversation soon, which is a shame. We've had such a lovely chat sitting on our. Retro armchairs. The sheets so warm and so nice、cozy. to be in the studio this、yeah. time and sitting on comfortable chairs.、Um, so now we have something exciting, which is new to our podcast, and that is just four questions that I'm going to ask every guest、yeah. um, at the end of the recording. And they're the same questions, and I think it's quite nice to have the same questions because then we can kind of get all sorts of different answers, and I think it'll be really interesting. So I've got four questions for you, Coral. I would like to know who is your favourite artist of all time and why. Yeah, I really um, I want to say Da Vinci, but I also want to say my mom. <laughs> For obvious reason,、mm. <laughs> so yeah, like what I said,、um, my mom was so resourceful and、uh, never got、uh, beaten down by life, you know. And she was,、uh, she lost her her dad and、uh, her country during the war, and uh, but uh, she came to a new place in Taiwan and、uh, became an artist,、uh, you know, and under the most uh, difficult. Uh, Situation and、uh, environment, but、uh, she created a life that's beautiful, and then she passed on that legacy to us.、Mm. You know, and even when my brother, you know, when when she lost my brother, she didn't allow us to, you know,、um, deter her from living.、Mm. You know, and then at the funeral, she she recited a poem to comfort. Everybody who who came to the funeral, yeah. So, 
yeah. Mm. Well, that's really special, isn't it? So beautiful. Yeah. And do you think her her style of art comes through in your own work? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, I forgot to say it. You know, my mom she did a lot of floral and the landscape, and uh, and then women you know portrait is the focus but then she bring all the elements into the background to support the message you know and uh, somehow i felt it's a very comfortable for me to do that in my female portrait mm, yes. yes you can see the connection yes and as an artist what do you feel is your biggest challenge <clears throat> excuse me yeah my biggest challenge is uh, right now i haven't i feel i have no life <laughs> It's just I am uh, I'm obsessed uh, with my art, and uh, because I'm in a learning period, so. But I felt this uh, this need for isolation and the solitude to create is a need. Actually, I really enjoy being myself, but also I really need to like have a more connection with people, and because. Uh, I'm sensing like uh, um, new things need to come, and then I, if I don't live a life, my I won't have a art. So I need to have a little more like exercising or just balancing mm. and uh, spending time with people. <laughs> yeah, work-life balance is so yeah. difficult, isn't it? And um, what would you say to your younger artistic self? Yeah, I would say, be your best friend not your worst enemy and and i think it's to honor honor your really inner self what do you really want do you really like and because at the film industry so many times i need to cater to the client the project the budget everything and then you 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 were so lost, I was very lost, and I so I feel um, doing art is teaching me to honor what what I really value, what I really want to say, and how I really want to say it, and I'm I'm still learning about that. Yeah. Beautiful, and Carl, this is a big question: Why do you make what you make? Why do I make what I make? Um, there's a there is a, um, a need. <laughs> there is just like there's a call, you know. Like a, I have to create um, the and I th- and then the when I'm doing it, I fail right now. This is what I fail. Why I do need to do it? Is um, allow that uh, bubbly vibrant child in me to come out and to express the life that come into me and that original person who was not messed up by life or the traumas or distraction expectation and to be able to express that and then because of that freedom and because I'm able to do that, maybe I will be able to inspire other people also to be who they are and that the little child in them to be able to express their voice. Mm. I really feel 
in doing art, I connect with so many people. Mm. They have a they have a stories. They have a painting they want to paint. They want to create, but they are not giving themselves the permission. But then there was some things so beautiful and powerful in them. I can see that. I so want to draw that person out. Mm. And I think you freedom. do with your work, you know. Yeah. And you are a very spiritual person. I think mm. that comes through your mm. art Thank as well, you know. And, and I think mm. people are connecting on quite a deep level with your work. Thank you. Thank you for saying that. Uh, yeah, so that's what uh, I feel that's part of the reason I'm doing this. Mm. It's uh, not a plan. Like, I don't think that's what it is about. But um, the more I'm doing it and the more I talk to people, I felt, what if everyone can feel very healthy about expressing themselves and f- not afraid to shine their light? Truly, this is not a cliche, but this is really what I really believe. I think uh, if uh, if people are giving that permission to themselves to really show their beautiful colors, and uh, someone might be really delicate, uh, you know, someone might not be doing art. It might be a business venture. It could be gardening. It could be cooking. It could be anything, you know. Um, but find that delight in doing that uh, and that is the reward i think we as artists we know we our greatest reward is we love doing this and we get to do it um that's the that's the reward and there's nothing else can satisfy you except uh, you know having that uh, the reward from that creation you know and and I just uh, just really hope that more people will find it so exciting to be able to do that mm. and be able to connect to that. And then finding that healing and joy, especially for creatives, I know, because there were times I was not able to create uh, personally, uh, to do all the you know um, um, work for studio and all that. Um, I was so depressed. And there was so much anxiety because I was not able to connect to this very deep part of me. Um, I feel if when we are able to create, uh, there will be less of that, uh, mm. you know, because mm. we, we can, we can really share who we really are and then we can connect with people. With who we really are. Yeah, and that's the important <laughs> stuff in life, isn't it? You yeah. know, much more than a lot of the other things that people place more emphasis on. Yeah. Yeah. So. Oh, well, Carol, thank you. Very good answers to those four questions. And um, thank you. Yeah. Thank you so very much for coming out to Miriwai yeah. today and being my first thank guest you. in the studio. Yes. It's been an absolute well, pleasure. And, uh, you know, I've, I've not been well. I'm still very croaky and not quite 100%. But spending time with you has, you know, been such a joy and it's really lit up my day. So um, it's been a pleasure meeting you. Thank you so much, Carl. Thank you so much, Mandy, for having me here. <laughs> yes. <laughs>